Hey, thanks for tuning in to Geek Street, a part of the 2BD podcasts. It's midlife crisis collecting. The uh, past few, year, few years, rediscovering comic books, cartoons, hockey cards, collectibles, spending too much time on our phones, and spending too much time in the toy, line, toy aisle when we should be buying uh, spinach and flax seeds. Uh, we're a mixed mixed party tonight. We've got Turbo, grew up on Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Power Rangers, uh, Old Dirty Boglin, Swamp Ninja here, aliases to protect our loved ones. But uh, it's kind of a... This is the AA. So we're not alcoholics. We got past. We got past the the substance abuse, and uh, now we're just collecting microplastics. How have you been? How's your week? You survived uh, Black Friday week, and I hope you did not slam anything on the credit card. Not on Black Friday. Not on Black Friday no. <laughs> like before, and then uh, and then like Cyber Sex Monday. Uh, Cyber Monday, I didn't touch anything. Mind you, you've been tempting me with the photos you've been sending me. I'm a real uh, piece of crap. It's not feed pics, folks. Don't worry. It's, no, uh, it's pictures uh, of action figures, sometimes comic books, sometimes video games. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That's $74.99 for that uh, three-pack with Clayface. Dude, that was tempting. It was super <laughs> tempting. I'm going to keep trying to whittle you down. It's just yep. trying to find things that uh, you like. Just want to make you happy. Sometimes yeah, it's easier it. to be an enabler than uh, getting a credit card debt yourself. So, you know, not trying to <laughs> destabilize your family, your family life. But uh, it is a collector household. You know, the past few it years, is. you've got... You've got your own office, and uh, you've you've certainly joined the Bat family. So, I have too many Batman. <laughs> too many Batman. It's just so it's sad. Good. It's no, sad. it's good. It's cool because, like, I, I come in the room and I sit here and I got the LEDs going and I'm rocking out and I'm thinking, oh yeah, this is cool. And then, you know, I turn around and it's like all Batman on my shelf. But you know, I, I dig it. It's fun. But then I got into then it, then it was. He-Man, and then wrestlers, and now it's like Legos, and now it's I'm recollecting comic books. It's like I'm, I don't know, reverted back to my early teens. Yep, yep. Some Jenko uh, uh, jeans. No, thank, no, I'm not going back. I can't go back. That man. Uh, windbreaker, what definitely. You need thinking? a windbreaker. You need a uh, Charlotte Hornets windbreaker. The oh. pullover. I never liked the starter jackets, man. Never liked you. Them. Ha- wait, you had one. You had one. Do you have Montreal? Who did you, what did you have? I didn't have a. I never had a starter jacket. I was jealous never of those kids. Yeah. So was I. I couldn't afford them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe that's why we're uh, have difficulty with impulse purchases at this Probably. point in our age. Yeah. yeah. Just like, I never had that as a kid. I'm buying it now. Damn it. Well, yeah. Yeah. This is good. This makes you feel something. It is payday, so it's been particularly tumultuous uh, for me. I don't know, but for you. But what was the the siren song what um what was speaking to you because you're also you have a homeowner you have a family you have a lovely family so it's there's things for the house there's things for your wife and your kids was there any siren song of of deals because also probably because we're somewhat broken we can't turn down a deal well not during black friday or cyber monday but uh the wife she uh we we use uh canadian tire points the or container Canadian Tire money, I guess. Hell yeah. But you have to collect it on a card now. They don't give you the paper money anymore. I've got a wall full of Canadian Tire money for the next time I go someplace shady and I get robbed. They're going to be so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> like the next time, like, like yeah. 
I don't gonna say any particular spot, but there is a burner wallet with uh, a few magic cards <laughs> and Canadian Tire money That's and like awesome. old credit cards that are expired. So yeah, sure, you can have it, man. That's fine. Good luck. <laughs> you want you, you carry a dummy wallet with you? Like, yeah, man, here you go. Depends. That's yeah, fine. yeah. You hide some in your you, cash. Oh, you want my you want my burner phone too? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Yes>. Yep. <laughs> Hey, you know what? It just it happens. So I respect the hustle, but you're going to be really disappointed unless you want, you know, a Snorlax and uh, <laughs> some sort of Ravager Magic Card. It's Wild Boar. Yeah, it's what's in my wallet right now. It's uh, usually the Cannibal Attack, but right now it's a uh, just a Wild Boar. Wild Boar. So yeah. So <laughs> got the Cannibal one right right there. there yeah. Nice. So creature, human, village cannibals. Whenever another human creature dies, put a one plus one counter on village cannibals. Some of it endured the horrors of some town by becoming the, the worst monsters of all. So good. Um, what did you, what did you, the family unit get? Because I have ADHD and I derailed the, the, the conversation. That's, that's okay. It was a, <laughs> it was a fun conversation. Um, but no, uh, she used her points at uh, Canadian Tire. We got one of those uh, ninja foodie uh, tabletop, but it's like it's a grill, it's a, a small convection oven, it's an oh, air nice. fryer. So it's like an all-in-one. So we got that on the the counter now, and man, it's getting used, man, because the kids <laughs> love air frying like the French fries and the onion rings. We it got some matzo changer. sticks the other day. Oh man, the matzo sticks were dope. What's your ratio for matzo sticks? Like, how many matzo sticks can you put down before you realize you're just eating a pound of cheese? Dude, you, you, you've seen the size of me. I can put down some uh, cheese, man. <laughs> I think uh, food insecurity goes a long way. So it's we both have trouble, but uh, there's like a valve. You're like, okay, I just ate eight matzo sticks. I don't. I'm getting sleepy. Like, what? I ate. I ate thirteen. It's not a competition. Okay, fair enough. Well, I, I ate 13 lots of monster sticks last night. You know it's a, a side, it's I, not a main. You know it's not oh, a main. I, know. I had 13 <laughs> of them, and then I had a plate of fries and sure. two chicken tenders. I was like, all right, that's a – it was trash. We call that – it was trash Thursday for me. I'm just sure, like, oh, no, you have to, yeah. yeah. The week is tough. The week is tough, and you're just limping into it. Yeah, we usually do shits, shits show Sunday or Saturday, and that's a day where it's just a write-off, usually a Sunday or what have you. And uh, yeah, in order to lay around and do nothing, that's what I like. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Usually, it's a wrestling pay per view. Yes, and like slams and sandwiches. A random buckshot laureate has appeared into the mix. Um, so, air frying, good. Is that just? The oven's too complicated, or is just the convenience? Just the two seconds. I need five well, minutes. No, our, of... The the house oven's not so bad. It's just more of a. It takes, you know, you got to you got to preheat, and preheating takes a while. Now, mind you, it is one of the newer conve convection ovens, so it doesn't take as long. But the air fryer, it's sixty seconds to get to temp. Man, and so you just why why are you not going to put a plate of fries in there? You're just like, yeah, they're done now. It's done like now. seven minutes for fries. Seven minutes. We live in it's a golden era. Right. No, it's golden not right. And now it's just like I can get fries in seven minutes. I'm yeah. going to be a fat fucking mess. I'll tell you that. It's <laughs> called the winter bulk, so it's fine. Uh, alternatively, instead of matzas, fries, and chicken fingers, I probably just would have made a poutine. But that's just me. But uh, I feel I you. Could put the chicken fingers in the poutine, man. Just, like, put some gravy I'm on a, that. You're good. Yeah, you're just yeah. The gravy. yeah, vitamin G. 
<laughs> the vitamin G. I uh, I I got I got a little elevated one night, and everyone was asleep. So I decided oh, I'm going to make some stoner food, and I I, I you cooked. You like sneak down your creaky stairs to make stoner food? No, no, I was even on the sun porch getting oh, okay. getting baked, and oh, okay. everyone went to bed. So I went I went downstairs. I went into the kitchen. I'm like, all right, everyone's asleep. It's Saturday night. I'm going to, why not? Let's just go a little nuts. So yeah. I, I cooked like, cooked up some uh, hamburger. But what I did was I put in some, uh, I do a, a cup of ketchup, a half cup of mustard, uh, some, some minced garlic, some chopped onion. So I did, I, you know, stir that up, got it all nice and, you know, uh, seasoned, kind of like a sloppy joe. Then I cooked some uh, uh, hash browns, air fried some hash browns. Seven minutes. Se- seven minute hash browns, like <laughs> just like fucking McDonald's hash browns, and oh my god, dude! I made I made a toast and I put I made like sandwiches, so I put like the bread, and then it was a hash brown and it was like a scoop of that meat, and then some cheese. Oh, meat scoop. Dude. Oh, meat scoop dude. is underrated. Yeah, just a meat scoop. Oh man, it was. It, they were good sandwiches. <laughs> They were good. I like how you posted them too. I'm like, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. And Haverty cheese? Oh, dude. Big cheese game here. Our favorite segment. Oh, yeah. Who cut the cheese? Yeah. <laughs> he did. Yeah, I did. Haverty. Haverty. I like yeah, Monterey guys, Jack too, though. I like Monterey hey, Jack. Do you guys go with the um, the big block? You go wheel, or you just get the the, the slices? Because I, you no, know, we do we do the blocks. We do like the, oh, yeah. the black diamond blocks. We Cost go more through, up like, front, but you get more, more bang for your buck. Yeah. Well, the, the like I got an eighteen year old kid that lives with me, so he can sure. fucking eat. So like he just, when he puts just, cheese on shit, he's like me. He's just like I'm a fat fucker, <laughs> but like. <laughs> He's like 120 pounds. He's got mo- He's got like uh, what do they Meta- call that? Metabolism. They call metabolism. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have that anymore. I wish I had that. We had a good run. We had a good. I got run. molasses. <laughs> you go. had an excellent run, considering the amount of uh, powdered sugar drinks we that was consumed. You've had an excellent run. Did you ever smoke cigarettes? I never smoked. Uh, well, I'm lying. I think I smoked. Like I, I used to dabble, as all teenagers did. But I, I play basketball, so I didn't like not being able to breathe. Because, sure. like, I just found I felt gross when I smoked. Now, right. smoking the other stuff, I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> no, the reason I ask is because I know a lot of people who had a really good metabolism and then they quit smoking and then they didn't have a quick metabolism and they found that it's because uh, smoking cigarettes was a good way to, um, to like, uh, like a curb your appetite curb your appetite but also like a a curb and oral fixation of like you know putting something to your mouth like cheese (laughs) so yeah when they quit smoking instead of bringing cigarettes to their mouths they started bringing like cheese to their mouth yeah that's where the weight gain came from so that's why i was asking Uh, funny story not to talk a turn but uh the performance enhancing effects of uh, legal weed. Buckshot, you had a fun story from your high school days. Didn't you have a track meet or something? Or a run? Where you no. worked out on weed oh. <laughs> and you did amazing? No. Okay, so I have two stories about that where it's just like... We don't always talk about drugs, weed. guys, but... You could convince me to, that drugs were bad. So the first time I ever got high was on my lunch break. 
eighth grade, end of the year, and um, badass. had two tests that afternoon. Um, I had a math test and a science test, and I did them. I somehow managed to do them. Uh, this was a Friday, by the way. Uh, we come back to work, work. We come back to school on Monday, and uh, the teacher is like, you guys did really bad. Like, I know it's the end of the year, but like, come on, you have to get your shit together, whatever. So I'm thinking it's my fault. But then I got my test results back and I got like 80 on both my tests. <laughs> and I was just like, wait, what? And then this I saw my friends, they like completely bombed. And I was like, yo, I was high as fuck on Friday and I got 80%. So I was oh, like, no. my drug's bad. And then like, yeah, maybe a year or so later, I had gym class first thing in the morning and I was just like this little fiend who would get high every chance she got. Because I didn't have a dealer. I didn't have anybody to go to to buy oh, weed. Oh, so, okay. You know, you so know that stability. Would, yeah. So when somebody was like, hey, we got weed. We're going to wake and bake. I'd be like, I'm down. <laughs> so I smoked weed first. Like It was like 830 in the morning. I had gym class at 9 a.m. And uh, we were going to the tennis courts, which were like, I would say maybe like half a kilometer away from the school. So we were warming up by jogging down to the tennis courts. And every time we did that, I could not jog the entire way. It was just, it was too much. I was out of shape. I was a smoker. Um, <laughs> AV and club. So, and so I, I did poorly. Um, and, uh, but the one day where I got high before gym class, I ran the entire way. I didn't even think about my breath. I didn't even think about getting tired. I was just in the zone. And I jogged the entire way. To the tennis court like the so. t1000 yeah exactly <laughs> i beat everybody by like three minutes yeah it was great no i'm joking i didn't i wasn't that good but yeah I, you just yeah, weren't I in pain not, i was not in pain i did not have a stitch in my side i wasn't gasping for breath by the time i made it down to the courts so yeah like all my early formative experience with marijuana were positive so that is not fair. Yeah, nobody could tell me drugs were bad. So it was just like, drugs are doing me good. <laughs> drugs are my superpower. You become, exactly. uh, you become a mathlete for some, for some reason. <laughs> exactly. She's got a, she's got a, a plaque on the wall for a math award. So, yeah, hey. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, was, I, I got 99% in that class. Ugh. Man, we, we would have been friends. I suck at math so bad. I, I sucked at math until uh, my long, my twelfth year. Yeah, no, uh, my last year of high school. Um, I wasn't good at um, math, so I went to the general applied math level for grade twelve math. And mm -hmm. for some reason, all of a sudden, something clicked, and I like I got ninety, I got ninety nine percent in the class because. Um, one test, no, two tests, I got like 98 and one I got 97, but every other test I got a hundred percent. So my average Jesus. is 99 and I won the, the math award that year, which was hilarious to me and my friends because I struggled super hard at math up until that point. But I don't know. I don't know. I turned into yeah, a rain man. It was a clutch win. You just waited a lot. Yeah. I would, I would Dude, I see, like I see an algebraic fraction or something <laughs> yes. in front of me, and I'm just like, my palms get sweaty, my <laughs> ass puckers up a little bit, and I'm like, I don't like this feeling. Like I'm 47, yes. I don't want to be like, I don't do math anymore. Like I don't need to do this. Yeah. Like, and I, but I like, 
my kid asked me about like about math, and I just go go ask your mother. <laughs> I can't, like I can't. It just make it stresses me out so much. Like and that's I just, a trauma. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't do well. I'm just like I, like man. I just like. I remember when I was taking my 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 uh, my course in, in when I went back to school there for for what I'm doing now for tech, we'll call yeah. it. Um, and I had to I had to like. So when you program, basically it's like a word problem, and that's what. And I suck at word problems because I'm a horrible reader and I cannot do that very well. And man, I I've never like I never felt so much like a child <laughs> when I but when I went when I was in that class because it was like I was sitting there and all these people around me are just getting it and I'm like sitting there. And the pro- and the professor's up there, and the thing about coding is everybody does it differently. It's all about the white space and what how they fucking name their uh, uh, exponents and and all the, the the jargon or whatever. And I'm just like, I don't I don't care. I just tell me how to play the fucking song. Just tell me. He teach me the one song. And he wouldn't stop. He would have jumped to another method and another method. And I got so frustrated. And I, I understand. I'm 6'3". I'm 200 pounds. I have, I have a little cheese. bit of bass in my voice. And when I stand up and I, I get upset, I know it can be intimidating because I'm a, I am know I'm a nut. And my professor, was, well, my, my, my professor was only 5'4". Oh, no. And he would maybe weighed like... A buck eighty-five, and you're that, but like, nerd. You're like, dear nerd. No, no, I. But I just, I fucking flipped out, and I, I stood up, and I'm like, can you fucking stop doing that? <laughs> and he just kind of stopped the class. All looked at me, and I'm like, and he's just like, uh, sorry. And I'm like, can you fucking pick one way to fucking show me how to do this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe one way to- down. Let's do one first, and then I'll dabble. Well, that's what I said. Just show me one fucking way right now. I'm lost. Yeah, and he's just like okay, and I'm like, and he's like, but you know this. I'm like, I don't fucking care. I don't want to learn how to play. I don't want to learn how to play the guitar. I just want to mm-hmm. learn the one song that's going to get me laid by that girl. That's it. Yeah, that's all I want to know. Wonderful. And he just yeah. could, he couldn't grasp the concept that I just wanted to learn one way first. Yeah. Well, this is this is the art and the fun of it. I'm like, dude, I'm not a programmer. <laughs> and he goes, I'm not having like, fun. Well, I'm going back to school. I'm not here for I, fun. Yeah. I'm here well, to make money. I, I said to him, I'm like, I, 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 I took this class for networking. I said, I'm not here to take, I don't even know why I'm taking this fucking course. That's like, I don't right. want to do this. <laughs> and, and he's just kind of like, oh. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure everybody else here is in the same boat as me. And they all went, yeah. I'm like, they all get it. You know, they're picking up on it quicker. But like, I, I, I can't do this right now. I'm stressing the fuck out. Yeah. And everyone's laughing because I'm just like. I'm just so honest. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, I've never been so stressed out in my life. <laughs> like, fuck. A grown man, like, help me. Uh, yeah, no, I, was, I, was about, I, I was about to weep. I swear <laughs> to I was like, I was on the brink. <laughs> no, that's, that's an important moment. At the point where you have to like, okay, I've got no Fs to give. Like, I'm not going to try and be, uh, you know, not say proud, but, you know, I'm not going to get ahead of myself. I was like, this needs to change right now. <laughs> Help or or stop it. But either way, you have the you have the the wherewithal to you know lift them above your head if need be. But good that he did a good thing. He did a good thing. 
maybe technique, not so much, but you did a good thing. Oh no, I lost my shit. I understood that. <laughs> like, like after I asked it, I'm, but I'm like, I just, I've never been so stressed. <laughs> sure, I'm going to school, on, uh, like, uh, and I have to because I got uh, because I got funding. I had to maintain a certain average, or I'd lose my funding. And That's I was the like, real deal, yeah. I can't, I can't fucking, I can't deal with this course going to fuck my funding over. Cause I'm like, dude, yeah. I need to either, I need to get through this course so I can get a good job. Or I said, I'm probably going to lose my shit and someone's going to get hurt. <laughs> so I'm like, we just, I'm just, that's in my mental, but that's in my mental. And he goes, well, I'm just glad you just yelled. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're good. Yeah. It's good. The shirt I didn't come off. I programming teacher once too in high school. Good. Oh. Um, yeah. Um, I was the only, like, it was funny because as, like, tech class or, like, computer class or programming class went along, less and less girls were there. And by the end, by the last year, I was the only girl left. And um, I got teased, like, all the time because I was the only girl there. And the teacher would just literally, like, the first five minutes of class, he would put something up. And then he'd be like, figure it out. And then mind freak. I'd okay. Be like I can't figure it out. Like, you know, I'm here for you to freaking teach me. And then one day the teasing was especially bad. And, oh, and by the way, there was like a group of, of uh, there's a clique in that class that we affectionately called the geeks. They were all computer okay. nerds and they would get together on the weekend and have like land parties and stuff like that. Mm, that sounds and, awesome. Um, no, they were, no awesome. we, they were a, an adjacent group of friends to my uh, weirdo group of friends. Um, but uh, he, the teachers just seemed more interested in like doing the bare minimum and then going and chatting with that group of people during the class. So talking about playing Hexen. Whatever yeah. nonsense they were talking <laughs> about. I wasn't paying attention, but I would like, you know, we were always just getting on each other's cases. Like, I mean, I got teased a lot because I was the only girl, but like we teased each other for various things. We did not learn anything in that class. And then one day they were being particularly bad with me and I guess I had PMS or something and I just lost it on them and I was just like, you know, I told them to like fuck off or whatever. And the teacher comes running over and he's like, you were consistently disrupting my class. And I yelled, what class? There's no class to disrupt. You're just talking with the geeks all the, the whole time. I haven't learned a single thing in this class. And he walked away and I didn't get in trouble. <laughs> And one of my friends who was bothering me looked at me. He was like, you're my hero. You just yelled at the teacher and you didn't get sent to the principal's office. And I'm like, well, I'm like, yeah, I guess, I guess so. And I, that's the moment I knew I had a problem with authority. <laughs> oh, I'm such a shit disturber at my job sometimes. I sometimes just say things just so I can get other people to kind of go off. And then I just sit back and go, that's not me. No. <laughs> I think that's, yeah. That's uh, an agent of chaos. Good job. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's fun every now and then. Yeah. I don't even know down this road. We all just let our ADHD, brain, ADHD brains just kind of go nuts there. Well, we were, shockingly, it was about marijuana, but um, I, I'm glad you got it. I'm glad that guy's got an air fryer. Um, we've been good. Uh, I don't think Bookshot, did you get anything for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Tuesday? Tuesday? Um, no, I. Uh... A Tootie Tuesday. <laughs> Did you get any books? Um, no, I just got the stand. Like it was, 
It was like Cyber Monday sales or whatever. Oh, no, actually, I had to buy flight uh, to Ottawa to see family for Christmas and accidentally, without realizing it, went and bought my tickets online on Cyber Monday. And turns out I got 50% off. So that worked out really well. There you go. Um, that is pretty dope. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad I procrastinated as long as I did to get <laughs> That could have went so bad. That could have went it so could've. bad. Last minute it tickets. Could've. There's $8,000, please. Yeah, so luckily yeah. that didn't happen. But um, I bought just like uh, ebooks on my Kobo for like three bucks. I think I bought like four of them. I think that's the extent of my uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday shopping. What about you, uh, Swamp Ninja? Did, were yeah. you good? I was, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm a bad boy, but I was good on those days. There's definitely a lot of things turbo that I was tempted by. Um, there's some games, some Xbox one games, maybe like a controller port charge port. I was tempted by, um, I felt deals for dollies, uh, action figures for people who have also lost their minds at midlife, uh, fluctuated wildly. So I'd, I'd sleep on something and then the deal would be gone. I was like, oh, I should have bought that two days ago. Like, oh, this thing. So I, I tried to be good, but uh, we went over to, uh, went out of town and uh, visited friends. And uh, they've also, well, not all of them, obviously, let's be honest. The husband in the relationship has lost his mind as well and uh, does some thrifting and some collecting. Uh, his significant other, his lovely wife, uh, far more well-balanced mentally and uh, financially. So we, uh, we, we swung by, uh, we were in a completely different city. We swung by uh, Value Village and we came across the most puzzling site. Uh, Buckshot, how would you describe it? think maybe some sort of wrestling fan um like either kicked the bucket or um somebody got mad and sold their stash but it was like a bunch of back issues of like pro wrestling insider we found one that had the cover that was like CM post will history destroy him or something like that, which is really funny considering what happened later that night. Um, and then, yeah, just like a bunch of old pro wrestling insider. And then there was a bunch of wrestling DVDs. And at first you're like, oh, whatever, like some old pay-per-views. From maybe like, like 75 DVDs. I don't mean to interrupt, but maybe like. 75 dvds right so upon closer inspection a lot of them were like pwg dvds and like pro wrestling noah dvds and like ring of honor from like the early 2010s or the 2000 dvds a, a lot of them unopened it was a shoot interview with chris Holy statlander shit. yeah it was like a like a wrestling nerds collection <laughs> Like a fucking mark. Oh, like, like an indie, yeah, an indie, indie uh, mark, neck beard. Like yeah. yeah. So he's chanting, fight forever. You deserve this tattoo on the neck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I bought some, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's still real to me, damn it. Yeah, yeah. Well, our friend is, who also, um, Draziz, we'll call him, he's been doing the odd flipping too, because then if you find something, you can flip it. Oh, cool. I can put that 20-year sometimes 80 bucks towards something i want so he scanned one of the the pro wrestling gorilla dvds and yeah three three dollars oh i could sell it on ebay for 60. he's like okay i told him like i'm like please go through these dvds while we're not here and, and scoop some up and you'll you'll make some money 
Uh, but yeah, grabbed I think three pro wrestling gorilla DVDs, and it's it's got all the callbacks or throwbacks of matches from like uh, Kevin Steen, Sami Zayn, yeah. nice. uh, so Real many people. Uh, I think he's on the DVD there too. Uh, good question. Uh, but a lot of the people who are either big stars now or, you know, obviously lots of AEW wrestlers. So it was a bit of a gamble. It's like, yeah, three bucks, a couple. So hopefully we'll start putting up some Throwback Thursday gifts or clips from uh, Pro Wrestling Gorilla. They're, uh, they're not uh, doing shows right now. But hopefully, you know, people can uh, get in on some more Pro Gorilla. Go go to the website, buy some buy some DVDs, and support them. So we're not going to upload full shows, but maybe just some little clips, some brain busters, you know, some suplexes, some promos. Someone getting hit with a glass tube. Yes, as long as we don't get sued. Yeah, so it's going to be in good faith. It's going to be some good faith content, not uh, just scamming and monetized. But uh, yeah, just curious. It's it, winter's coming, so watch some wrestling and uh, just hopefully uh, count some botches. But you just read. There's also autobiographies. Man, I love watching botches. <laughs> botchmania, botchmania is my jam. Oh my god. Uh, there's a new video that got posted four hours ago. About here we go. Nice. That'll be my yeah. that'll be my uh, white noise to go to sleep to. I'll yes. some botchamania. There we go. So I was. Bad. We must... <laughs> he was bad though. First, the wrestling the, yeah. the wrestling world is is turned upside down. But it, uh, it is turned upside down. We got a bad boy in the in the chat. Everyone hit bees mm -hmm. for bad. Um, he was trying to enable me to buy something, but uh, I, I did, and you didn't do it, and I'm upset because you deserve <laughs> to have a blob. I do have because a blob. And Zangief on your shelf fighting would be super yeah. dope. You could have him like doing the pile driver to the blob. That is yeah. cool as hell. Uh, like, maybe a Death Valley driver. Yeah. Suplex. <laughs> like a belly to back suplex, man. Like, it, like, and you you didn't jump at it. You're just like, I'll just wait. And I'm like, so then you enabled me because you're those like, oh, there might be some transformers on sale. And I'm like, yep. God damn it! Now I got to go for a walk. <laughs> so I went for a walk at at Toys R Us, and there wasn't any transformers on sale. Nothing that I was really interested in. So you know, I decided, well, I'll just not buy anything. And then what happened was is. It's the end of the day. I'm catching the bus to go back to work. But that leaves me with about a half hour to kill. God damn it. And what happened was I walk over to the mall. And I'm like, well, I still got like 40 minutes I got to wait. So I'm going to go walk through the mall. And I'm like, eh, I'll go check winners. I never really do it. I should do it more often. And I went in and I was like walking through. And it's, of course, you know, it's the holidays. Everyone's getting excited. And they have all these new, you know, toys on the shelves. And. I'm looking around, and all of a sudden, I see that familiar yellow bumblebee color box, and I'm like, oh, that's one of those four packs. They're usually like 80 or $90. Actually, this one, one particularly was a Yeah. And so I, I pull it out, and it's a four pack, and it's and it's like the something creatures pack, and it's Goldbug, Ransack, uh, Sky, Sky Wasp, and Scorponok. And I'm like, Fuck yeah, I'm taking that because I flipped it over and looked at the price. $29. I'm like, well, well, fuck, I can't leave that here. It's the only one. I have to get a deal. And I, haven't, I have some tra new Transformers on the shelf. 
and they're all three of them are bad guys and i need some bad guys to stand next to my megatron so it was it made sense to me uh for buckshot's sake what is a gold bug so Goldbug is a reanimated version of Bumblebee because Bumblebee was injured, I believe, by Shockwave. No, Galvatron shot him, and his body was in uh, irreparable. And he took him. They took uh, him to a uh, ratchet, and they found some new metallic metal to make him. And he turned into like this gold version of his, of Bumblebee, and he has like a mask like Prime. And he calls himself Goldbug now. And it, in all honesty, it's a really fucking cool figure. I'm not—I was never a Bumblebee guy, but this Goldbug man—it was—it's—it's it's pretty dope. He's new and improved. New and improved. Uh, ransack. What is what is a ransack? It's another version of Kickback. Really, it's like a, a grasshopper Insecticon. Oh, okay. So I don't really know anything about him. I mean, in all honesty, they—he came with a second head. That lo- makes him look more like Kickback. So I just threw that head on him. I'm like, I'll call him Kickback. <laughs> I'm going to call you Tony. I'm going to guess Sky Wasp. He's a bad guy or a good guy? Oh, he's a bad guy. Okay. And evil grasshopper. Yeah. Evil grasshopper. <laughs> and, and then I have an evil Sky Wasp. Exactly what it sounds. He just turns into a wasp. I mean, in real, in in retrospect, you could probably call him Waspinator, but that's the beast beasties guy. So I mean, whatever. And but Scorpionock, I love scorpions, man. They're cool. They they like they have a pointy tail and they look, they look gnarly. So I'm like the pinsies. Hey man, I gotta have him too. So yeah, it was a cool it was a cool four pack. No, oh, that's great. It's it's the weird. You never know what to expect. So you can't go to stores. You can't go on your phone. Otherwise, retail therapy. Oh, yeah. So, you, did, did you have a did you have a bus ride of shame? Did anyone ask about your Transformers, like the Castle Grayskull, or were you okay? Well, I, in all honesty, I don't care, but uh, <laughs> sure. Nicky was with me, so he was asking oh, all good. the questions. Yeah. Good, good. Excellent. I hope he's he's doing well. He got out of there, hopefully, without buying anything either. Oh, yeah, he didn't, he didn't partake. No, there's nothing good, there man. he liked. He he just likes the trans. He just likes the the teenage mutant ninja turtles. Man, he that's his jam. Hey man, turtle power. He's, he, he's, he's got the new. Dude. He's got the he's got the new set, and then he's got a co- and he's got that uh, the San Diego Comic Con set that he he purchased. So he's he he that's pretty much all he has right now. He's he's he says he's done. We'll see. Good. I hope he is. I hope he is. It's uh, I send him pictures every now and then of the tra- of the of the yeah. turtles. I'm like here's a look at this turtle. This is a cool tur- turtle. You don't have any mousers, dude. <laughs> Ah, speaking of mousers, do I get a mouse jaw? Do I do it? (laughs) God damn it. Um, For Buckshot, what they've done is uh, they've combined Masters Universe, which is like early 80s with Ninja Turtles, with late late 80s, early 90s. So now they're doing mashups of toys. So if you had uh, any memories of either, you're especially screwed. So now you can have... I I have memories of both, damn it. Yep. Terrible, terrible, terrible. They want to separate you from your money. Yes, they do. Every bit of nostalgia is being mined. I, it's it's quite exhausting. I have a weird, a weird uh, love hate with it. So feeling very vulnerable. 
when we went, <laughs> you guys don't have a flea market, but we went to a flea market uh, as well. And there's just so much stuff. I think we're, make, we're making too much stuff for the planet to handle. I don't know. Yeah. I, I wanted a lot of it. Weird mug, <laughs> how old do you think, Turbo, how old do you think Garfield is? Like, how long do you think Garfield? Garfield's been around? Uh, I want to say 60 years. Holy, maybe. Let me find out. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he like started in like, like he was a comic strip in the paper for the, for the before he became a really popular cartoon and we saw him. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I like I how the movie. I like how the movie that um, who did the voice for for Garfield, the Ghostbuster guy. Uh, Bill Murray. Yeah, he signed on to the, the the Garfield movie because one of the directors was like. Steve Cohen, and he thought he was one of the Cohen no, no, brothers. It was Joel Cohen. Joel no, Cohen, yeah. Ethan Cohen, but it wasn't yeah. C O H. It was C O H E N instead of C O E N. So he thought like one of the Cohen brothers was doing like a cash grab movie. So he signed on, and then he realized, oh, this is a different Ethan Cohen or a different yep. Joel Cohen. I guess yeah. I'm Garfield now. Garfield yeah. is 45 years old. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got a mug from 1978, made in Korea, which is really weird to see because you don't see made in Korea much anymore. And uh, mm -hmm. it's Garfield, and he's wearing a party hat, but he doesn't look very happy because he's mopping the floor. And it says something to the effect of, like, being a mom is a party every day. <laughs> like, what? Is like Garfield a mom? Garf is Garfield. A, I'm confused. A, a woman, like I, it, yeah, same here. So I had to buy it. So, so I got, uh, I got a Garfield mug. We that felt old. The <laughs> seeing the Garfield content from 1978 made us feel old, or yeah. we didn't know how old, thing old anything was. Sega Dreamcast, 25 years old. How, did, how does that make you feel? Disgusting. Absolutely <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Uh, I think it's the re-education of Lauren Hill. That album is also 25 years old. Mm. Yep. Yep. No, I was in high school when that came out. Uh, were we in high school? I, I don't know if we were in high school. I think we were at a high school. I'm not going to confirm or deny. But back I don't, to the Dreamcast, yes. <laughs> but back to Dreamcast. But yeah, it, it took we, a for me to get to school. I'll just say that. That's it. That was it. But yeah, you guys are lucky. I think you should have flea markets, but it's a double-edged sword because you can find weird old stuff from your childhood or at least get, you know, the memories jarred and jogged. But there's also just like a lot of, a lot of stuff. Like, why do people buy this? I buy too much stuff, you know, so, so I don't know. So speaking of getting your memory jogged, yes. uh, I had a conversation with my brother yesterday. He called me up. I guess he's been talking to his, his wife and then talking about like, so. uh, toys toys for like you know like we got for when we were younger for christmas and whatnot so he 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 was telling her about this playset he got but he was misremembering it and he was like it was, it was a robocop playset and i'm like robocop never had a playset dude i don't know what you're talking about i'm like they didn't, have, they didn't have a jail they just had like he had vehicles and then they had they had his like little office where he sat in his chair <laughs> You know the not his office, but you know, where they like 
come in and he, he <laughs> Robocop sadly eats his lunch in his office like we do. He's <laughs> like, oh, gosh. Eating his peanut butter PB and J and just like yeah. just grinding it out behind the desk. It, it'd be more like a baby food sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 he kept rem- remembering it. And then he's like, you know. And then, then there was the guy that had like the brick looking arm and he had the dog. And I'm like, are you talking cops and crooks? Yes, and he goes, he is. And I'm, like, I'm like, I'm pretty sure you're talking cops and crooks because that's Bowser and Blitz. Yes. And he's like, well, I, I didn't know it at the time, but I was looking it up and I'm like, oh, I found it. It's mm-hmm. Bowser and Blitz. And I sent him the pictures. He goes, yeah, that's the dude I had. And I'm like, yeah. I said, and that's this is the place that you got. You anyway, know. but he was yeah. misremembering it. For, I don't know how. But then we got down the, uh, we got down the uh, road to talking about like uh, the Bionic 6. Ooh. And those are some really dope toys, but they were made of pure metal. They were complete die cast. Like you could have killed a man, beat you could have put that in a sock and beat a man to death with it. And I'm sure the richest of lead paint as well. But yeah, it was back when we had, I guess, more resources. They would just make toys out of metal, and so everyone always talks about. At least when I, uh, Buckshot, talk to like older heads, and then they buy vintage toys. Like, oh yeah, the plastic's way better. We had higher quality plastic, and all the all the metal for days. Um, but yeah, Bionic Six was like uh, a family. Was it just the dad that turned his entire family into the cyborgs? Or no, essentially what happened was is they it was the whole family was turned into cyborgs because I guess it was like they're part of this uh, organization and it the way you get in is like athletics and whatnot and this whole family like was at, like in all honesty I honestly thought it was like this poor family just had got into a car wreck and they decided the government took them and made them cyborgs and now <laughs> sure. they work for the government because that make, they, that they go to school they go, like it doesn't make any sense at all it's and you know they have this ape robot that I can't remember what its name is but like it was like the nanny like ah man it was a weird cartoon and they, yeah, and they fought evil, evil cyborgs as well. So it was, it was yeah, pretty. I can't tactic. remember their names. I had the, uh, I had the, the big fat professor old dude, the evil guy, and I can't remember what his name was. Like he, he looked like a big fat green evil. Well, he's, well, he's, yeah. he's the big evil. We'll call him that. Yes, um, yes. Big but evil. he had like this green skin and gray hair. He's like really kind of like grotesque looking. Now I need to know. Now you got me Googling. God damn it. But as far as for a, a toy buckshot, you mostly metal. I'm sure lots of children had had issues. And they had little uh, translu- translucent parts, limbs, where you could see like their metal skeleton. Oh, yeah, so. that's right. They did. Yeah, they had the little gem in the front of them where you could see their, when they get activated or something. <laughs> That definitely sounds like a sleeper cell. It sounds like a CIA his, thing of like a family turning into cyborgs. Doctor Scarab, that's the bad guy. Doctor oh, Scarab. Okay, perfect. Scarab. Yep. Sorry. Buckshot did not know what scarabs were for a second. We had a, a lengthy conversation. Yeah, because he kept scarabs and I was like, are scarab, like, are scarabs are no, okay, no. What happened was we discovered a lo-fi hip-hop channel on YouTube to just put on in the background. Steezy, uh, shout out to Steezy as fuck. Um, and the cartoon that's just like the visual that's on while the music plays is this elf-looking guy hanging out on a couch. And there's like all this drug paraphernalia and like a gun. The place is a mess. It's like a sketchy looking elf guy. 
And then I was like, oh, so, like, that's supposed to be Elf. And Swamp Ninja's like, oh, no, you don't know who Gord is? And I was like, who's Gord? <laughs> Playing Gort the alien, and I can't find anything. So, like, a few days later, we're walking, and he said something about scarabs. And I was like, what's a scarab? And he's like, you don't know what a scarab is? Oh, my God. And I was like, yo, is this another Gort situation? And he's another like, situation no, where I'm just three. lying to my significant other. Yeah, I, I lie a lot. So I looked it up and I saw, oh, okay, it's like a beetle-like bug. Okay, a scarab is real. I know what scarabs are now. So now, but now I, I hear the word everywhere. Like, you know, it's one of those things. Like, I never heard the word scarab for 40 years. And now all of a sudden, in the last six months... I hear it all the time. You're welcome. I mean, it's also... maybe Swamp Ninja saying it, but yeah. I hear it all the time now. I also just lied to a, a friend last week as well, and, and he believed it. And then I just looked at you and slowly shook my head. So, gullible. Uh, Bought like a Darth Vader shampoo bottle from 1982 for for a friend. He um, he does a lot of casting and he makes his own toys, so he might repurpose it or just the pure nostalgia. He's a little bit older, and uh, still shampoo in the bottle. So everyone took a smell of this uh, shampoo from 1981-82, except me. Oh I figured it's like a horror movie. Everyone's gonna lose their hair and start killing people, so I figure I shouldn't. But uh, it just smelled like shampoo. You said it was full of cum. <laughs> Why would I say? Yes, I, I did. Was. <laughs> you did say that. You I did say that. Forty-year-old uh, cum container. Yeah, terrible. But um, yeah, here's the enabling. So enable turbo, enable buckshot with the uh, with the <laughs> with the <laughs> that darn cat, that pizza-loving cat. Garfield, and yep, yep Gorefield. Lasagna. You're, you're right. Coffee and lasagna, apparently. But good. I'm glad. I'm glad uh, the little bro is having nostalgia, nostalgia problems, and he's uh, misremembering his past just like we are. Are you still oh. Bionic Six? I I'm looking at that doctor, and this is a tangent, but uh, maybe more so for Turbo. I always found it weird where the toy line would have ineffective bad guys. Like they wouldn't be yeah. tough looking, they wouldn't be cool. They just look like a slob. I'm like, is this just guy? Is this just an ugly guy? Because the bad guys, the good like guys, would be the jacked. Care Bears. The Care Bears, uh, no hearts, little minion there. What was his name? Beastly. Yes, exactly. Yeah, he was, he was incompetent. Yeah, he's not yoked it at all. So I just, I think that's the thing with Masters of the Universe. They had some 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 sharp bad guys, and uh, GI Joe did as well. But a lot of the Brave Star, they just had some little people who were, I guess, Tex. Like Tex yeah. Hex was a goof. <laughs> exactly. We just want villains to scare us, like real life villains. So, yeah. Just some, bad like, guys. When when you really think about it, like when we when like I don't understand why we all like Skeletor so much because the cartoon he's just a bumbling buffoon, right? He is. Like yeah, he never, he never wins, and but we loved him and we still have a like we still have a spot for him. He's not Hordak. Like at least Hordak won. Like he conquered conquered the planet. Now it's a rebellion. Like at least it made sense. But like yeah, his resume is far like, superior. Yeah. The Hordak is just like this Where's annoying neighbor. Yes, exactly. Skeletor is just more like Newman. He's just kind of always around. <laughs> exactly. 
so it's weird. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't want to scare kids, but you watch cartoons like um, Robotech, and then, yeah, all the good guys would die, and they have to start a new season with a brand new character. So that's uh, probably a burden. That was a, uh, that was a bleak show when you think about it. <laughs> it, was. it was. So it was, bleak. Uh, Buckshot, what were some of your favorite takeaways when we. I, I took a break from Robotech. Um, pros and cons from Robotech. The few that we watched. Uh, I only remember what was it, Ming Mei, the pop oh, star. Oh, that's definitely her a con. Song. Yes. Her song, always the same song. Like, I'm here dancing, <laughs> singing. Here I am. Like it was yes. just yeah. the same song over and over again. Of what she was literally doing on stage, and yeah. uh, that was one of the things that made me take a break from it. So. Yeah. That's the only thing I remember it's, from Robotech. It's a tough watch. I got to <laughs> like I got to season three, and then I was like, okay, I, I got to tap out. Like yeah. I got to the point where there was hover tanks, and I'm like, I I, I remember Dana Barrett, uh, the, the the hover tank driver. She was very cliche, so I'm just like, I'm not into this. I can't, I, I tried. I gave it a college try. I gave it three seasons, and I was like, I can't do this. It's tough um, balancing a space opera and a regular soap opera as well. So, yeah, like, why is Rick Hunter making these same mistakes? Like, he's got all the ladies, man. You're what? He's like, you're 13. Who cares? You're fine. You're a fire pilot. He Just, was a tiny looking dude in the cartoon. He's like a child. He's like, yeah, he's a child he's soldier. Like, he's a super child he's like, soldier. He's like 15 years old, and then, like, yeah. the, uh, the, the 30 years of war. Admiral chick loves him, and you're just kind of like, he's 13. Yeah, you go back sense. in one episode and they're having uh, like brunch and you look at the plaza and one of the businesses in the plaza was an adult store. So this is oh, a show for kids. <laughs> I didn't see that. So much stuff. Wow. Yeah. It's like, don't stop over there, Rick. And how uh, many people, I also remember there would be lots of casualties, right? Like lots of oh, exceptionally, yeah. Lots Collateral of damage. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, the, the stakes were high. So I feel like... Maybe that was why we were also drawn to anime as kids. I think we got out at the right time, hopefully, but uh, we're not too wrecked. But um, yeah, just as far as I for, don't know, man. Ninja Scroll was Ninja Scroll <laughs> was yeah, no, Ninja Scroll was not good. Yeah. Uh, a few Fist of the North Star, Guyver. So. was the shit. I, as as like horror, like as as cliche as the Guyver was, man. Babu Starmer, Guyver. That that anime man was wicked. It was like super hyper violent. Yeah, it was a little. It had its it had its moments with the 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 sex and whatnot. But like, you know, it's no worse than some of the movies that are out there now. So it was just yeah. in cartoon form. It was a cartoon, and children hentai? were renting it. Uh, thankfully, no. No, not hentai. Just more of a no tentacle porn. Thank God. No. Um, okay. Guyver was a kid, shockingly a teenager kid who finds an armor suit but it's alive so it turns out there's shockingly a conspiracy of aliens and uh, he, he becomes like a bioweapon so he's got to try and defend humanity against uh, aliens who may have genetically engineered us just to be soldiers i have to Wasn't revisit things there was three of them <laughs> yes there was three uh they're good you should watch them i love them i love those movies there's a lot of guys in monster suits kicking the shit out of each other. Like, exactly. really kicking the shit out of each other. Rangers on, on, on acid. 
That's what it it's is. Like, it's Power Rangers on acid. Because they're in a suit. Like, well, that's kind of bad. And the guy has four heads. So I'm just going to try and like dropkick one of them. And hopefully the real head isn't in this one. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's so good. It's, yeah. It's, it would be definitely be a, a Saturday night buzz, buzz-a-thon. So you could do a lot worse. Yeah. Good. Watch some Kush and then watch some Giver. And yeah. And what would be your pizza of choice, uh, Buckshot? Uh, I mean, that hot suppressed is hard to beat. Yeah. That's solid. Cheeseburger pizza is the best. <laughs> cheeseburger pizza. Is that an offense to both Italians and whoever made the cheeseburger? Like, <laughs> fucking right. Let's just, whatever. Just do it. Cheeseburger <laughs> pizza. Lot. Like, He's chopped up. times, ladies and gentlemen. It's fine. Like, chopped up pickles and beef and cheese. And like a and you make it on like a pretzel crust. Oh man, come on! How could you say no to that? I'll give it a try. <laughs> or, or you know, you can throw some peppers on there, make it like a Philly cheesesteak pizza. You can bend my arm. You can bend my arm. You can bend my arm. We'll see. Make it a chopped cheese pizza if you want to go. You know, go East Coast. <laughs> The things that we do are to ourselves. My God, I hope your Pepsi, uh, your Pepsi plunge has been going well. I know Pepsi's been consumed. I I have not had a Pepsi. I am down to one Sprite a day. Excellent. That's pretty awesome for me. So, considering I drank probably eight to nine liters of Pepsi in three days. So, yeah. yeah. No caffeine in Sprite. I take it. Are you going to become a coffee drinker like the rest of us adults? I. I can't. I can't do it. It's like put putting bath water in my mouth. I don't like it. Like it just doesn't <laughs> feel. It's, no. The stuff that's like loaded with milk and sugar. That's barely coffee anymore. Can't can't do it's it. Like I know it's co- like I can't drink anything warm. Like I could do. I maybe I could do cold brew. <laughs> I forgot. Maybe do cold brew. But I don't drink hot drinks. Like my my wife and my daughter are just like have some hot chocolate. I'm like gross. Like it's too hot. I've tried. I'm like I don't like it. I don't drink tea. I'm wow. a cold only substance in my face. That's it. Oh, iced coffee though, iced coffee's good. I don't like the taste of coffee. Say like I just it's weird. I know I'm an adult. I should consume coffee correctly, but I can't do it. So I have I in all honesty, I haven't been really getting a lot of caffeine intake because I cut out the energy drinks too. Good. Oh, so, that's good. One, one so benefit like, of like gro- certain groceries being too expensive, it's definitely helped me of like, oh, I'm not spending, I'm not getting two cans of like, you know, homicide for $9. I don't need this. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I might have a treat every now and then. And like shotgunned it in like 30 seconds though. We, we were on multiple trips. <laughs> My boy, it had been a long time. It was a diet Red Bull, and it was a little boy. So, okay. was like I used three, to see some ninja consume like Jaeger and Red Bull like it was a fucking drink of juice. Like the <laughs> like man, man, like I used to laugh at him because he'd be like, he'd say he's not trashed, but he's completely trashed, and I know he's completely trashed because he always looks down and to the left. Yeah, he's back trash. in the left. He in the eye, and it's down and to the left. <laughs> so when he's looking down and left, and he's not really saying a whole lot, you know he's ripped out of his trees. Okay, I was just gonna say I've never seen him trash or 
I've always been more trashed than him, so um, I don't know. I'm pretty sure you've been more trashed, yeah. Sorry? I'm pretty sure you've been more trashed, but it's also the benefit is I'm an enabler. So anytime I would be like, hey, let's get some car bombs. All right. Car bombs. My favorite was the the time uh, we went out on a Thursday night because we worked in the evening. And I show up at work and I'm like, oh my God, I don't, we're talking with like a group of people that have been out with us drinking the night before. And I'm like, oh my God, I, I'm so lucky I woke up in my bed last night because I have no idea how I got home. And then uh, one of our coworkers, Shane, was like, yeah, we did Irish car bombs. I was like, oh, you guys did Irish car bombs? And he's like, you did one too. And I was like, don't remember that at all in the slightest. So, yeah, Stole someone's top idea. hat. Yes, no bowler hat. Oh, bowler hat, no, no much better. Somebody stole my bowler hat. Oh, it terrible. It was for my Halloween costume. And then it turns out it was our friend. He, <laughs> he took it and he told me he's like i'll bring it to back to you at work tomorrow no memory and no memory of him i was i got to work and i was pissed and i was like i even lost my hat and i just bought that for my halloween costume and it in waltzing our friend and he's like you want your hat back and i was like you had my hat and he's like yeah i told you i was taking it and i was like don't remember that conversation at all that like, part of my brain is dead yeah, i can honestly say i've <laughs> never had the point to where i woke up and didn't oh wait no i'm lying i'm lying <laughs> it's fine it's not a competition it's not a competition we're no none of us really drink now and we've all been poisoned ourselves so it's fine oh, it's not a competition yeah. there's there's been i've had friends who've woken where... up on a ferry there's not, a lot of fairies. There's not a lot of fairies in Ontario. I hate to break it to you. Like, uh... in, in a bush. I yeah. slept in a bush. <laughs> I don't know. On some poor guy's front lawn, I hopped in his bush and I just... Hey. <laughs> and I slept there. Yep. You gotta do what you gotta do. January 1st. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. Did not freeze to death for some reason. Yeah, Didn't freeze. Luckily, luckily it, was a, it was a late winter that, that yeah. year. Yeah. Oh my! Yeah, bad call. Swamp Ninja, what, tell us one of your bad nights. I only have good nights. Uh, well, you don't need <laughs> to spill any beans, do you? I don't know. Bad nights for sure. Bad nights for sure. But um, it's pretty good. I feel the older you get, you have to. You're, you're babysitting less. So your certain friends are like, "Hey, let's go, let's go party," and it's like, "Okay, now I'm left with a guy who's." probably not ever going to go to bed so you try and make sure everyone gets home i do uh it's always weird and someone texted me like hey do you know any any good uh, rub and tug is like i am not that kind of guy that. <laughs> <laughs> like why is this guy texting me asking like i don't know right. i mean get sure you walk by places you might assume <laughs> i look like that guy yeah i look like that guy I'll, i definitely look like the guy people try and buy drugs from uh i've disappointed many tourists before it was legal here but just just the idea of like it was like after the bar so it's like around 3 30 4 in the morning like after getting breakfast and i was like hey chris, yeah chris schultz yeah wait wait, wait do you know any good yeah, okay, let's name him on the podcast yeah yes. yeah for sure yeah, yeah let's let's come in Man, we worked in an office. He tried to sell me a pyramid scheme. I was like, hey, I got this yeah, really cool yeah. investment idea. I was like, oh, that's a pyramid scheme. Like, no, it's not. I'm like, well, there's a pointy top and there's a big bottom top. What <laughs> shape is that? Uh, but yeah, it's always weird when you're like, I've been, I've been drinking with the wrong person <laughs> who wants to go, yeah. who asked me well, for rub and tugs. We had gone to, me, you uh, had gone to our friend's place. 
who like had his was it him that had his porn on his like shelf with his regular films alphabetized so it's like yeah it would be like star wars stop my asshole hurt uh shawshank redemption like yeah so right in this dvd shop with his adult films Uh, he this man is single but yeah and in uh tech as well so not that surprising but but man, yeah, the audacity. And then I remember you showed me on your phone. You were like, oh my God, look. And it was like, you know, rub and tug. Chris Schultz, yeah. I'm like, just, go, like, just get in a cab and go home. You're not going to remember it anyways. Let's see. Just was go that home. Also, the night I was bothering you while you were using the bathroom, and then I like slowly slid. You just heard like knock, 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 and then slide crash, and I fell I like, and I like a candle holder ass on a candle holder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. god, I had such a huge bruise. Oh. Shout out to a guy who's got his pornography on his bookshelf, and and, that's, and like a six foot candle holder. Like, what I is mean, the like, vibe he, that guy's putting he, down? He you got to respect that he's just up front and they're like, yeah, I'm kind of. It's been a dry spell, guys. Respect that. It's, it's a dry spell. <laughs> At least yeah, I'm organized. A... Yeah. No shoebox <laughs> under the bed. Yeah. No zip. No, yeah. No. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible, terrible, yeah. terrible. Um, my God. All right. Let's get into it. Speaking let's of watching, not. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to get into it? You guys. You guys watch so, wrestling, right? Yeah, we watch wrestling. Buckshot, you ready? Am I ready for what? So we're gonna we're gonna bring up the name of names that you hate. I know. I mean, like I'm gonna sneak away. I can't. I can't. uh, I I can't get behind what's happened. But let's 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 just let's just get into it. So, CM Punk. Yeah. He's in the WWE. Yeah. He cut his first promo on Monday night. Yeah, and uh, he's not there to make friends. He's there to make money. Yeah, I mean, I guess he kind of has to lean into that, considering all the shit he's talked for years about it, right? I guess he's gonna just—he has to be upfront and be like, "I'm not gonna try and pretend that like I needed to come back here and be full again," or. You know, he doesn't want to come crawling back, I'm sure. So if he's up front and he's like, yeah, this is the only place that's willing to give me the payday that I want. I guess he has to play it that way. Well, apparently there's a uh, behavior clause in his contract. Surprise, surprise. So (laughs) now I don't, I don't, I don't know. For assaulting his co-workers has a clause not to assault his co-workers. I, a forty-year-old man. Sorry, go ahead. I, I, I don't know if it's true or not, but it, it, I, it could be. It hasn't been completely verified, but in all honesty, like yes, I, I think WWE had would have the right to put some sort of clause in the contract, mm-hmm. considering his history. Right. Um. So I went down the rabbit hole today when I got home from work. Mm-hmm. I went out to the sun porch, had a little puff to kind of get in the mood turned some wrestling on and I decided to watch. So the WWE has a YouTube channel and they do like, uh, the, you know, how punk punk's career in WWE is what they just oh, put okay. in. Okay. So I went in and I, I, I started watching it and it starts off when he first comes into the WWE and he's wrestling for the ECW remake that invents his image. 
Okay. So like they, they read it ECW and CM Punk was kind of brought in by Paul Heyman, who, as you know, used to own ECW, the original. Um, but but anyway, he was he was, you know, he was a Heyman guy. And because Paul Heyman's not a very well liked character, a lot of people didn't like Punk just for associating with Paul. So that was a lot of his career, like because he enjoyed Paul Heyman's company and that sort of thing. He was ostracized. So I can understand why he was jaded early in his career because, you know, it wasn't justified. So I get that. But when he started getting the opportunities and he started, you know, getting paid and he got the main events, like they let him win three money in the banks. He won the world championship three times and then he won the WWE championship a bunch of times. Like he, yeah, sure. He didn't get his WrestleMania moment. I get that. That's a sticking point and a sore point for, for punk, but he had tons of opportunity. Yeah, it was the product was getting stale at the tail end of his career, and he was getting frustrated because, you know, he's like, I don't need to be the guy. Let Daniel be the guy. Brian Danielson. Um, right. So, Did he not you know, honestly feel that way, though? Um, in, in, in all sincerity, I think so back then because he was, okay. he was so burnt out being the guy. He just right. wanted a break because he never really got a vacation. So like okay. he was just like let fucking him be it and I'll do something else like I I'm cool like if you want to put the belt on him put the belt on him so like that was his career up to a certain point then he got hot again and then it was okay. the summer of punk and then well I'm misremembering so he got hot it was the summer of punk and then the tail the 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 summer of punk was ending he was tired he was not happy he was a cranky bitter Phil as they call him and. He wanted, he was hurt and he wanted some time off. He's like, give it to Brian, but they didn't want to go with Brian at that point in time. So they wanted to do something with him and he was just burned out. And he was just like, you know what? Fuck this place. And he walked out. He took his ball and he went home. Right. But so he, 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 he bounces. And then, so he bounces. Daniel becomes, then they have to go with the whole Brian Daniel story. Mind you, they made him run the, the whole adversity thing where they had the Dax sense against him because it was the whole authority thing with Vince and Stephanie and triple H and the authority. It was, it was one of those, that's why the product sucked, right? Cause it was all about okay. the authority. And so like punk leaves and then punk stays away for seven years. And right. then punk sees this hot art upstart company. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, you know, I like the way they, they were doing things, you know, a lot of it was attributed to the way they handled uh, Brody Lee's, uh, you know, sickness yeah, and how it didn't get at his illness and it didn't get it didn't get put in the sheets or anything. And like nobody knew. And he thought, oh, well, I can work for a company like this because they can, you know, they can keep their mouths shut. And if there's adversity or whatever, they're just not going right. to run their mouths. <clears throat> so hindsight is like he gets to the company he goes out he debuts it's aew it's the one of the biggest pops he's ever got you know in in his career right. it was fucking madness and the crowd was going nuts and it looked like he was having fun mm-hmm. and then everyone's like oh he does like wrestling again everyone's like i can't believe how much fun he was having because normally he doesn't talk like that he doesn't have fun right. he's not smiling he's not having a good time right so to see that, everyone's like, okay, maybe he did change. And then what happens? He gets there. Something doesn't go wrong. He, he meets a little bit of adversity. Right. And what happens? He gets bitter. Somebody right. said something I didn't like. Boo-hoo. Mama. 
I run immediately after too. Yeah, got injured. AEW stuck by him, and then he comes back. And then it was was that at when uh, the second time that was brawl out when he came back, right? Yeah. So he he had his so Hangman shot on him during a promo, and then which I have a question to ask. I guess both of you. Uh, but we'll get to that after I'll let you finish. But just to clarify the timeline, he hang, he got shot on in a promo by Hangman. They had their match. Uh, CM Punk became world champion. He, the following week, jumped into the crowd and broke his foot. He was out for the entire summer. And then leading up to All Out, when Moxley was interim champion, uh, they had their their weird Rocky match where CM Punk and, and Moxley had a match and like Moxley beat Punk in like five minutes. And then Punk was all like Chicago man, Punk leading into the pay-per-view where he beat Moxley and got the belt back. And then brawl out was after him just winning that the match belt off Moxley. Yeah. Right. So he becomes the champ. Right. And he decides, he I got, know there was he things going to become champ twice though. He got, he became champ at double or nothing. And then he won the belt again. In yeah. All out. Yeah. So, so he, be- yeah. so he became AEW champion twice. And in the, in the second reign, the beginning of the reign, it's the big media scrum and things were said and on Twitter and whatnot that may have pissed him off, but you're a professional wrestler. Right. And I emphasize the word professional because right. What happened at Brawl Out Not professional. shouldn't have happened. It should have, yeah. ju- he should have just went up there, talked about what happened. Yeah, he maybe he wasn't, it didn't even, they didn't even talk about the match. It was yeah. Cole Cabana, the EVPs, fuck this, fuck that. I paid yeah. for this. I have receipts, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And it was just Wait, like, actually, okay. Well- I just want to, one more, sorry, I just realized there was one more thing. So Hangman, when he shot on him, Nobody really paid attention to it, and everybody thought the feud was kind of weird, and it was just like, okay, they clearly just want to put the belt on Punk. They're trying to find some heat there. But then when CM Punk came back, the first thing Mm -hmm. he did was say something to Hangman uh, about the apology needs to be as loud as the disrespect, and he called out Hangman when he knew Hangman wasn't in the back and couldn't run out to defend himself and made him look like a coward. And that's when everybody was like, well, the story is that CM or Cole Cabana got fired and the, the Young Bucks had to step in. And that's why Hangman said the workers' right thing. So the professionalism actually, yes, Brawl Out was unprofessional, but he shot on Hangman back and brought attention to it. And then all of a sudden, the dirt sheets and everybody's talking about CM Punk being... Like there's just the the tension between the 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 factions and all that. So CM Punk didn't need to do that. He did that to make Kangman look bad, and that's what got the attention back on what happened. If he had not done that, nobody would have been talking about it. And would he have gone into brawl out acting like that? But yeah. Anyway. So so essentially, he, he was he was pro, he was not professional. He's unprofessional. <laughs> He's unprofessional, basically, in in this in, in this uh, reaction that he had. So he goes right. off on brawl out, and then what happens at brawl out is there's the brawl, and right. then it's so, like. I get Punk's loyal to friends, but he's loyal to a fault. Like Ace Steel, like who cares? Like I yeah. get it, he trained you, 
But does he get to ride your coattails the rest of his life? Like, right. why do you feel the need to take, like, he should be able to find a job on his own. You shouldn't have to right. get him a job. Right? Like, that's that he's like a grown ass man who bites people. Yeah. Like, well, maybe is yeah, that the hill you want to die on, punk? Just, yeah. And just like all these little things. And then what happens is he goes, he like, brawl out goes away. He's gone for like, I can't remember how long, six months, seven months, because he tore his tricep. Or, or, yeah. Something like that. I think it might So have been he's out again. Eight months. Yeah. Yeah, so he's out again, and then all of a sudden, you know, they don't have a champ, and then, you know, they do their thing, and who, who's the champ now? MJF. That's awesome. But, yeah. like, it was just like, okay, this guy this guy can't wrestle in the ring as good well as he can. He's a little bit fragile, because, um, mm-hmm. like, he, you know, he jumped into the crowd, broke his foot. Uh, he did, right. he tried to do the suicide dive, and, he suicide dive and then tore his tricep, and then like he was a little sloppy in the ring, you know, he, he didn't, he didn't have it. And I hate saying that, but like, you know, he was, he was down a step and there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Like you're 40, he's 45 years old. Like it's nothing wrong to say, Hey, I lost a step and I maybe should for like seven years too. So that didn't help either. Exactly. No, I get, he trained and he's in good shape, but like wrestling's different that everyone even says it, it's a different kind of cardio. So you know, he, he's a little fragile that way. So then all of a sudden, you know, he comes back and they start just give, they hand, they're handing him everything. And I hate saying it, but Tony, Tony shouldn't have did what he did, but yeah, he was rewarded I digress. For bad behavior. He was rewarded for bad behavior. They gave him his own show. They were letting, he was, he was only going to work yeah. with the people that liked him. And then if somebody did show up, he didn't like, he just sent them home. Like, why are you right. giving this guy this type of stroke with this power? Right. And it just didn't make sense to me. So Collision, don't get me wrong, was was it, it was great when he was there. You know, it, it popped a it popped a number the first collision, but again after the pop, it fizzles out. Like Punk's not yeah. the draw for the AEW crowd. It's kind of like Cody in a sense because when you remember Cody was big right. at first, he and then all of a sudden when then everyone hated him, everyone wanted him to turn heel, and he never would. And it was just like yeah. it just didn't make sense to me. But you know, Punk being Punk. And he, you know, he did what he did at, at collision and, you know, caused the, the ruckus. And then the whole, they finally, you know, are, are getting, you know, it kind of cools off a little bit and you think, okay, everything's good. You know, there was a couple pokes and prods, like the counterfeit buck uh, comment and right. the bucks on their, the, 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 the bucks on their uh, being the elite uh, are, are doing their thing. So like they're 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 playing they're poking he fun also to try shot to on Hangman uh, after a show in the crowd and said Hangman doesn't his figures aren't selling. He's yeah, he called him a peg warmer. Yeah, 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 that sort of thing. Yeah. So just you know, I don't know, and like trying to get them to maybe trying to you know create some ruckus and maybe get a, a match out of it. And I understand he was trying to do it for business, but again, people don't like you, and when you say stuff like that, it's always taken at the poor side of things, not the the fun side of things. So like he was, it was too soon for doing the shit he was doing. He should have just let it be. But then like the whole jungle boy thing, when jungle boy wanted to do the glass and they were accusing of him, just, he didn't want to work. He wanted to get time off and it was all, he already had vacation booked, so it didn't fucking matter. But punk had to be punk because he's like, we don't do that here. We do it smart. We don't want people to get hurt. And jungle boys like motherfucker. Like if you were me, would you listen to you? And yeah. then he's like, yes. And like, no, you wouldn't. You did shit your own way too. let me make my mistakes. I don't need you to protect me. That's essentially all it is, is that's what Jungle Boy wanted. I wanted to learn and maybe make a mistake. And that's what I think. It's just like, what? Like if I cut my back, what happens? I get stitches. I'm not going to die. I might get hurt. I might be out okay. for a little bit, 
but I understand the risks. If he understands the risks and he's and he's willing to do it, let him do it. He's a grown man. Let him make that mistake. He he'll he'll learn to use fake glass the next time. I've seen a lot of people online say that like when it comes to cars and the windshield especially is like it's tempered glass. It's designed not to shatter. So out of any real glass spots you could do, that's actually one of the safer ones because it's not meant to um, the impact that you're going to do from doing a wrestling move. If you do it safely, it shouldn't it shouldn't hurt you. You you hard. may get cut, but you're not going to like get impaled by a piece of glass. You'll cut exactly. yourself. Exactly. Like that's that's what it's there for. So like right. so Punk was just you know just trying to use his stroke to make a young wrestler feel a little a little like like little I guess like, like just trying to be line. little his 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 whatever. But well, it's also like it's known that the West Coast wrestlers are friends. So the the because they travel together. So the West Coast wrestlers, the Young Bucks, uh, Christopher Daniels. Jungle Boy. So it could also just have been like Jungle Boy's friends with the Bucks. Yeah, it could have been a bunch of things, but yeah, we'll never know because of all right. the legalities. NDA. But <laughs> I, yeah, the NDA. Um, but so all of a sudden, you know, Punk does what he does at the the Wembley All In. It was right. that All In, right? Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, he's you know he's suspended. And then all of a sudden he's terminated and everyone's all upset at Tony. And I'm just like, the dude was a like, the dude didn't respect AEW. He didn't right. respect the company. He yeah. thought he was the, he thought he was the company. I've come here and I've bumped the number. Now, in all right. honesty, the number the didn't bump that much. Sense. Yeah. 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 So, so I guess my question, like, so he, he gets fired and then all of a sudden, you know, we don't know the legalities or whatever, but he's fired. We don't know if right. he's allowed to work anymore or whatever. And then all of a sudden the WWE, you know, after punk gets fired, it just starts going fucking bananas on the dirt sheets. Oh, he's going right. to be at survivor series. Yes. at survivor right. series. Now for the longest time, WWE was like, no, he's not going to be there. Right. And they got to the point where they didn't know he's going to be there. And they decided, well, we can't have these people buying tickets thinking Punk's going to show up. So we're going to have to announce the night before that Randy Orton's going to be at yeah. War Games. He's not at Raw, but he's going to be at War Games or Survivor Series. And and all of a sudden, people are like, oh, well, maybe Punk isn't going. And right. then the swerve they pulled. Right. Apparently, he signed the day of. His contract was signed day of. Yeah, and the conversations that only started like 10 days prior. Yeah, so it was done quick. Yeah. Like, super quick. Right. And, like, good for Punk. He made a shit ton of money because, you know, he got paid out on his termination. Yeah. That's why he signed the NDA so he could get the money. Right. Um, and now, all of a sudden, he got signed by, like, the hot... Like, I hate saying it. AEW's kind of fallen off since this whole Punk and whatever. They just can't seem to get out of this rut right now. But... WWE comes in, pulls CM Punk, because you think about it, who has left AEW and is now in WWE? Cody, biggest face for the company. Jade Jade Cargill, yeah, she she's a big draw, but you know they they made some sly remarks, so I don't know how she's feeling right now about her decision. Right. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, CM Punk, the most controversial man in AEW right, right now. Now. So he then all of a sudden, you know, he debuts on Survivor Series 
and fucking Seth is fuming. Now, I know Seth was probably using it to make a work, but he was probably using real emotion because he does not like Phil. Um, he's been, he's been very vocal about it. Ah, Philly Phil, stay away from me, you cancer. Right. And so like, and Seth Rollins is still friends with John Moxley. Well, whatever their real names are in real life, like those guys are still friends. So I'm sure Seth Rollins heard, heard John Moxley's thoughts and John Moxley does not like CM Punk. So. Which is shocking because they were friends. Because him, because yeah. Punk and Renee are like, they were super tight, right. super tight. But I think what happened was is Punk soured Renee when he started talking shit about John. So it's I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's fucking crazy. Business. Like it's like these little microcosms of clicks and whatnot. Right. But so all of a sudden, you know, WWE gets CM Punk. He debuts. The fucking crowd goes bananas. Right. Like bananas. Right. Now, when he comes out, he's a little smug, and you know he's tapping right. the ground and saying it's clobbering time and doing his shtick. But then all of a sudden, you know, it's not just Seth. Drew fucking runs off. He's pissed. Yeah. And then well, Rhea all, Ripley. Apparently, you have you heard about how there's been issues with trying to get Drew McIntyre to resign? And Drew. McIntyre yeah, he's he has a, he won't resign until he knows exactly what he's going to be doing. Yeah, he's right. he's pretty adamant so, about that. So he might have been like I was like I was saying this to Swamp Ninja. My speculation would be like imagine your company gets bought out. You cut work for a company, they get bought out. They fire a bunch of people. They fire a bunch of talent. And then you're like, okay, let's renegotiate my contract. And they're like, well, you know, we're restructuring and everything. So I don't know. Um, you know, you, the money you want, maybe we don't want to give that to you right now. Like, it doesn't make sense. We just fired a bunch of people. We're not going to give you more money. Whatever. Let's say they're feeding him this line to just sort of take a lowball offer. And then, boom, all of a sudden, they hire CM Punk, who could not have been cheap. No. So, Punk wasn't cheap. So, for for them, for, for Drew McIntyre, I could see him being like, oh, okay, so you don't have... You know, I've been here loyal and being like a good company man and not talking shit about this company for years. And then the guy who spent seven years disparaging the company, saying really awful things about it, saying that it made it made him sick and nearly killed him. And then writing stuff about sucking Saudi blood money off someone's dick or whatever bullshit he was trying to pick out with the Miz. Like... He was he he called them all bootleggers. Apparently, when William Regal showed up in WW or in AEW, he refused to shake his hand and called him a stooge for Triple H. Like, he he made fun of them in promos like all the time. This guy yep. shows up, says, "I can't yeah. get hired by the other place that's going to give me money, so I am coming here." Like, I could see Drew McIntyre being like, fuck you guys. Like, why? what does my loyalty, you know, mean to you? Clearly nothing. Right? Doesn't mean a thing. I'll lick us all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But, I mean, of course, it's just me looking at the situation, knowing, like, based on what dirt sheets have been saying. So, of course, that's speculation on my part. Who knows? Maybe it's all a work with Drew McIntyre, too. Who knows? But, but anyway, you're saying, Turbo. I was going to so, say, what... So- uh, yeah, get in there, Turbo. One funny story, though, is yeah. that she was going to avoid watching Survivor Series, and then, lo and behold, the next morning. Yeah. <laughs> and no, what's, you know, what's funny is I watched the last match. I was like, ah, oh, whatever. It's, 
it's 1030. I'm sure it's the main event. I'll give that a watch. And I remember thinking, like, this was very tame because I'm used to those kind of matches being, like, bloody because Blood and Guts and AEW, they, they, they get bloody, right? So I was like, this is pretty tame. And then just as I, like, once Randy Orton showed up, like, there was this momentum building, and I was like, yeah, okay, this is getting good. And then it abruptly ended. And I was just like, wait, yep. you were just getting started. Like, the momentum was just get like, that was bad. I was like, this, I'm like, no wonder I don't watch this. Like, this is disappointing. This is not good. And then it had a little thing saying, like, don't forget to keep watching for the, for the press conference or something. It's like, I'm not going to watch that. I shut it off. I went to bed. And then the next morning, I go on, I check squared circle on reddit and like boom major spoiler returns and i'm like uh cm punk's back anyway sorry. didn't have a chance so so as i was saying so like it's, it's seth went seth seth went off and he was pretty pissed drew stormed off rhea ripley was mocking him yeah she was pointing at her watch and then gave him the finger and was like fuck this and i'm just like yeah. okay maybe there are people that are just like fuck why the fuck did they do this because a lot of people didn't know, apparently. Um, apparently, everybody that was in the war game match was was warned ahead of time. Man, so that's Seth that's Rollins, still though. That's Randy crazy. Orton, Cody, all of them would have been warned. Whether or not the other people were warned. Oh no, that's not true. I think key people were warned. Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes were key people, but apparently Drew McIntyre was not one of those people, and that's why he got really pissed and stormed out. Yeah. And, and it's, it's unfortunate because like I said, I used to be a CM Punk fan. Right. I, I loved him for what he stood for. I loved the fact right. that he was anti-establishment. He talked a lot of yeah. shit. He backed it up. I mean, it was all in, in, in jest. It's fun. It's fake. But like, you know, they, he puts his body on the line. Like he was, he was doing his thing. And, you know, right. then all of a sudden he soured out. Like every time I heard all these rumors coming out of AEW, I'm like, just Punk, fuck off and just, just wrestle. That's what you wanted to do. You said you wanted to have all these dream matches with all this young talent, and you're just fucking it up because you're just set in your old, pissed off Phil ways. And it's just like, oh, I just, I wanted to see, I wanted to see the AEW run. I was interested. Yeah. I honestly was interested. Like even when the shit was going down, I'm just like, maybe he just once Collision kind of takes off and he becomes like the uh, official champion, and it's going to be champion versus champion. You know, Collision versus. Uh, dynamite uh, to you know mjf versus him to unify the championships right. of who the who's the real world champ i'm like if we could get to that because like don't get me wrong the mjf and punk matches were amazing that the emotion the, the psychology it was great but like yeah. we never got that and i feel i feel jaded and bitter about it but i'm like i'm interested like i want to see what he does in wwe but I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to watch them on pay-per-view. I'll watch the highlights because I'm just right. like, I don't, I don't want to give you my money because I'm upset right. with you because I was happy with what you were doing with the company I, I'm wanting to support because I enjoy the product. Right. I'm tired of WWE. Right. So I guess that's where my stance is on punk. <laughs> I don't know how you feel. I know you hate punk, oh, but. Oh, I hate punk. <laughs> um, no, so there's, so there's two there's a few things so one like i went on the the little rant there about how he's been very disparaging of the company for years and uh yeah. he went crawling back to me it's like okay he's a hypocrite 
Um, I do kind of appreciate, though, that they did in his promo. He kind of said off mic, but not really. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. Um, so at least he's um, honest about it. So my issue with him in WWE is, so there's that. So the fact that he's a hypocrite. And the company is also a hypocrite, but um, whatever. Um, the problem with Punk, though, is for me, like you were mentioning, he was not the best in the ring. He wasn't as sharp as maybe he once was in the ring. He was still great with, like, the storytelling and the selling and the promos. But as far as, like, his wrestling ability was, he was gassed really quickly. He got injured on, like like you said, like, two really dumb injuries that just sort of go, like, what? Um, WWE is the land of, like, the big monsters, how like to me like you can't have like he can't he can't will he job to roman because he should not be beating roman roman's huge roman has good cardio like cm punk is not that person he should not be losing to seth rollins seth rollins is a much better wrestler than him and he's also bigger and better shape than him drew mcintyre um, Cody, even LA Knight, like, they're the same age, but LA Knight looks a lot better than CM Punk. Like, there's just so yeah. many people there that you can't, in AEW... And herein like, lies, but, and herein lies my challenge, who do you each pick for his first feud? That's, we'll say it's not Seth Rollins, or Seth Rollins. Um, it's probably gonna be Seth Rollins. I know, but it's, it's, outside, oh, well, he's gonna have to have a feud with someone after that, so let's say his second feud. Uh, Turbo, talk Cody. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You ain't on Cody. No, you wanted to Cody, right? Oh, it's not going to be Cody. It's not going to. Oh no, they're going to wait for as long as possible to hold up on that. But I well, hope it's going to be Roman Reigns. He's going. He's going right to WrestleMania 40. He's going to be the champ. Oh, he really. And again, like this is the other thing too. Yeah. I, can, I, gu- I guarantee it. the reason. The reason why I, I say Doc this Gallows. is. Well, here's here's the thing. This this is this is why I say this is going to happen because the way the way Punk's contract works is the only reason Punk signed is he's getting a WrestleMania main event, and the only way he's going to get a WrestleMania event main event is uh is if he fights Roman because that's the main event. The other the other matches don't really matter. Did you read the dirt sheet rumor about trying to get Stone Cold Steve Austin out to have a match with him? Yeah, that's what they did with KO a few years ago. I, in all honesty, I don't. If 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 that happened, I think people would hate Punk even more because you're dragging and you're dragging Steve Austin who can't wrestle, and you know he can't wrestle. Right. Um, it would like it just doesn't make sense. Like with Kevin Owens, it was like it was like it was done well. I don't think he schmoz. could do it that was that good. Yeah. yeah, it was just a schmoz. I don't think Punk wants that. Punk wants a wrestling match, and I'm like, it's not going to happen. Um, but if they so put it's not... Stone Cold and Steve uh, and CM Punk together against another old dude and another young guy, Undertaker and AJ Styles, I don't know, maybe. But but like I said, the the reason I think this is good, the this is going to happen, it's 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 WWE basic hot shot one hundred and one booking. We just signed a guy who we know is a problem, and he may not live up to his clause in his contract. But we want to make them. We want to. We want to jumpstart this product because we're in negotiations for a TV deal in the next six months. So what are we going to do? Well, we got just got one of the hottest, you know, con- most controversial, uh, 
men in wrestling. We just signed him from a company that couldn't handle him. We're, what are we going to do with him? Well, we got to book him tough. We got to book, book him right. strong. Book him strong. So what's going to happen is, is he's going to come in and you're going to see him go through everyone. You're going to see him beat Seth Rollins. You're going to see him beat oh. LA Knight. You're going to see him beat uh, who else? Uh, you know, he's going to go Kingston. through the gambit. Like he, and he, the Miz. Yeah, he'll he'll go through he'll. He'll go through them all, and then what'll happen is, is they have to put him in the be- the in the. Oh, he'll win! He'll win the rumble, because that's yeah. how he's going to get to the title. So he's going to he's going to beat a bunch of people. He's going to get the title. He's going to beat Roman, and then it's going to be CM Punk Cody. They're going to let Cody beat CM Punk, not Reigns. That's exactly what's going to happen. I put like uh, I, I, hate, I, I, I hate saying it that way, but like I I can't see them like. Why would why would Punk... I don't think CM Punk has that much leverage though? Oh, he does. He like no because where I else gar- is he going to go? I guarantee you, it's only a two-year contract. Guarantee it's only a two-year contract. Sure, if but it's... like he went there because, and like I said, he's been speaking so ill of this company for years, and he went crawling back. Doesn't matter. The They're going to make so much money with him. Comparable to AEW, I don't. I don't think WWE, WWE just gave capitulates and books him like he was booked in AEW, which he shouldn't have been. Um, and then he does get WrestleMania. First of all, like way to kill any goodwill you have with your roster. It doesn't matter. Second, I don't especially mean, considering. Sorry. I, oh, I mean, I, 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 I was really meeting her up, but you know, the next time there's a shareholder meeting, half of them will get fired. Yeah, I guess that's my my thinking that like because I watch AEW more than than um, WWE and you know it's I, as much as people like, shit on AEW, they seem to give a bit more of a shit about keeping the locker room happy, which explains why Punk got fired. But um, I don't know. I just I just look at that whole scenario and I like I I don't think I think yeah they want to make money, but I think they they would probably want to humble him. I don't no think way. he takes the belt off Roman. I think- I, here's, here's the thing. CM Punk's not going to take Seth Rollins' belt because CM Punk looks at that belt as like, that's not even a real fucking belt. That was a consolation prize because Roman's right. not here. I want the right. belt. He's not going to take that belt. I guarantee it because like, I know like just just from hotshot booking alone... <laughs> Swamp Ninja knows I'm I'm right here because like I, I, I see him nodding uh, along with me. There's it's no, just the way WWE I'm not works. It's just, it's just the level of depravity. The, like, works. the level of depravity. It does not matter. Like anyone's tenure for the most part. I don't know if it matters. They just all need puppets. Just right, and then you, obviously they don't care because and, and this is my issue that I have with MJF as well right now. I don't like long reigns, uh, so to speak. So, like, with Roman Reigns, for example, like, I, I, I would be dismayed if I was part of that company, if I had aspirations to be, like, the top guy in the company, which I think Drew McIntyre has, um, I would be like, well, there's no room for me here because you want to keep this belt on this guy for, like, ever. You want to beat a, a record or something, like that kind of kills any sort of momentum for anyone else because you know everybody else is going to just lose to Roman. So now when you add the element of everybody's going to lose to Roman, who's finally going to take the belt off Roman? It should be Cody. 
um, or it should be Seth Rollins, or it should be Drew McIntyre, whoever, somebody who's been there, to have CM Punk, like I said, disparage the company for seven years and show up and be the one to finally beat Roman? Good lord, like, I... I Listen, I agree with what you're saying. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not going to fucking the happen like psychic, that. The amount of psychic damage he's accumulated from watching wrestling in the 90s and the, the 2000s and the 2010s. I would be shocked if they let would, Roman uh, beat Punk. I would be absolutely shocked. Uh, I don't know because it just it doesn't make sense monetarily. You want to let you want to you want to put you want to like right now. CM Punk's merchandise is the number one selling merchandise in WWE. He has only been there for two days. We're all pigs in the two days. Slop. <laughs> and like, and like WWE is a machine. WWE is a machine, so there's so much merchandise they sell, and CM Punk is number one. So right there, they're just like, fuck it, give him the belt. Let him have the belt, because we want to sell more merchandise. Because, like, yeah, CM Punk gets a per- paid a percentage of that of that merchandise, but WWE gets a shit ton of percentage. So that's what they're looking at. They're looking at him as just like, okay, he's a merchandise mover. Let's do it. And he's not like, he's <laughs> yeah. not like, he's not like a wacky character like The Fiend. Where right. there's a little bit of risk, even though the fiend was selling number one merchandise, they're right. just still scared to put the title on him. So it just didn't make sense. So they're just like, nah, we don't need to do that. He's he's his own thing. Let him do his own thing. Right. But with Punk, they're like, strap the fucking rocket to him. Let him sell all this merch for us. We're gonna make a shit ton of money. And then when he steps out of line in two, like in the next nine or ten months, fuck it, we made our money off him, and then we'll can him. That's exactly their mentality. <laughs> I, so their mentality to do that, that's fine. I don't watch the product. Um, like I told, like I texted both of you on Sunday morning. <laughs> if this leads to uh, Tyler Black and Rebecca Quinn are all elite, I'm, I so be it. I'd be very happy to see that. I, I'd be whatever. Um, I just hate that a man child like him, who's just like clearly. Has some sort of, I mean, uh, no. Narcissists never lose. I'm not a psychologist, and I shouldn't be an armchair psychologist, but like, this guy's got a personality disorder, and he's just like a shitty garbage person. So to see him fail upwards, it's just like, ugh, I hate this. Um, So I have something. I was just thinking about this the other day. Maybe I shouldn't be thinking about this so much. But so this whole thing about CM Punk that got him super worked up was the dirt sheets he hated that of the young bucks allegedly were going to the dirt sheets spreading bullshit now hangman said it to his face like you talk a big game about workers rights which was supposedly in reference to him believing that Colt cabana was fired due to cm punk now Mm. hangman is friends with the young bucks he wouldn't need to read it in the dirt sheets. Like he would hear it out of the bucks, his the young bucks' mouth, wouldn't he? For sure, yeah. So it wouldn't be the dirt sheets then. So I'm starting to think maybe he did have something to do with Colt Cabana getting fired. It's quite well, possible. It's not a lie. <laughs> Not a lie. I mean, a lot of Phil people was speculate pi- like Tony did. Phil it was pissed he they found him out. Telling him, but I'm I'm starting to think that like no, he legit got him fired, and then he 
was getting all this like love and adoration on his like love fest tour with his completely shitty insincere babyface promos that I've come to loathe um and like Hangman was risking that by calling him out and saying like yeah you got my friend fired and then turned it and said oh these dirt sheets and everything because hang like again Hangman would not Hang, why would Hangman need to read that in the dirt sheets? Hangman would have heard it from the Young Bucks directly. He would have heard it from Colt Cabana directly, no? He's friends with Colt Cabana. It's Again, wrestling's a lot of he said, she said, but I'll put it to you this way. The, you want to know why Punk was so upset about it? Because they found out the truth. They found the truth out. He did get yeah. Colt Cabana removed. He didn't get fired. He's like, listen, if I'm going to be here, you got to keep whatever, what, I can't remember what Cole Cabana's real name is Scott. Yeah. Is it Scott? I think. Yeah. He's like, you got to keep him away from me. I just, I don't want to do, I don't want to be around him. So Tony's like, hey, you're going to be the, you're going to be our ROH guy. You're going to be like oh, the. No, apparently you- he was outright getting fired. And then the Young Bucks said, you should keep him at least for ROH. That's well, the, the alleged story. So, so yeah, so like, the EVPs are like, you're not firing Colt. You're going to, let's put him on ROH. And like right. people found out about it and Punk got upset because people were like, oh, they found out I am kind of a vindictive guy because <laughs> Punk was trying to play that baby face and he's not, right. we know he's a piece right. of shit. Yeah. Like I know he's not a nice person in real life. Like that's, that's what everyone says about CM Punk. They say right. the same thing about Brock Lesnar. Some people that are so extroverted at their jobs just really fucking hate people. They're just really good yes. at their job and that's okay. It's fine to right. hate people, punk. I I don't like a lot of people too, but I'm not a You're dick about it. You're a professional. You you do your job. Yeah. You don't Make sometimes disparage sometimes. the company in a media scrum right next to your Call back to earlier in the episode where you just sow chaos by bringing things up and then just sitting back. So there you go. Good job. I just ask too many questions and my, my bosses get upset with me because when I, when they don't give me an answer, I'm like, so you don't know. And they don't like me saying that. To them. <laughs> no, because they like to think they know. And they're just like, so I ask a question and I get a blank stare and I go, so, so you don't know. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, like, I'm I, not calling I, you out on it. Just, just tell me you don't know. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Don't try to yeah. give me something that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't do so well with that. That that's why my current boss is awesome because he doesn't play that bullshit with me. But my last boss, I got a lot of because I said so, and I was just like, yeah, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> yeah. um, one I need last to do thing, this. I, why? Well, you know. Um, Not really. So CM Punk. One last thing about CM Punk and Hangman. He has such a hate boner for him that I can't help but think that he looks at CM as sorry. CM Punk looks at Hangman. Hangman is the the progressive, um, everyman, relatable kind of guy. And he's really good in the ring. And I don't know. I feel like he maybe had resentment for Hangman for being, you know, doing, having the role that he wished he could have had. And that's why there was nothing Hangman could have ever done right in his eyes. It would have always been something. Punk, like I said, punk is going to punk. And I, I say it like I can almost I can almost see it now. Royal Rumble, he comes in at number thirty, and he just walks in, throws the other guy out, and it's going to be like he's not even going to have to take a bump. I can see that happening. <laughs> it's going to be like I just. Oh, I hope I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I hope he doesn't win the belt. Yeah. I hope he doesn't go on to WrestleMania and main events. I think he should be like. I would, 
I would love the WWE to punish him. It's not going to happen, though. Because, again, like I said, it was really hard to believe that this man, depending on his opponent, it was hard to believe that he could, like, beat a powerhouse Hobbs or even, like, a Lee Moriarty because... Or Penta. Like, the one match that comes to mind was he was botching all over the place in his match with Penta. And that's when I was like, I don't think he's a good wrestler anymore. Maybe he was before, but not anymore. And that's when I started to get really pissed off at his booking because I was like, he's clearly not the best wrestler here. Why is he being treated like he is? So that's it's going to be especially glaring in WWE because not to say that they're better wrestlers in WWE, but they have a similar. They all kind of have a similar style, and they're all kind. They're all big. They're all six plus. Being like forty-five-year-old CM Punk, who's not on steroids and like is what, not even six feet tall, like barely six feet tall, and he's like gassed really quickly. Like he's he's it's gonna be it's not gonna look plausible that he can beat these like Goliaths. No? <laughs> That's why I said Luke Gallows first first feud. Well, Luke Gallows is friends with the with the elite, so that would Good. be really funny to see him yeah. get in a, battle of the perverts. Also, Kevin Steen and El Generico, they're still friends with the the young bucks. Um, so. Um, I suspect we won't see anything between those guys. Those guys are gonna they're gonna be kept apart. That's my prediction. You're gonna you're gonna see Punk go after Kevin Owens. He's gonna go after him. He'll probably try to shoot something into existence. And then Kevin Owens will say <laughs> something to him backstage and CM Punk will punch Kevin Owens and that's what's gonna get him fired. Tell you anything. It's gonna be Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn. One of those two guys is gonna get under his skin. They're gonna be the ones that gonna make him lose it. And they're if, if he gets fired for bad behavior again, it'll be because one of those two. That's my I'm putting my money on that. See How the much? thing about and I, I hate saying I it about punk, like punk is a punk's an old school wrestler guy, right? Right. He still believes that you know you have to you have to be tough to be a wrestler, and no offense, punk, you're not tough. Obviously, we saw that in the UFC. You got your ass handed to you. Uh, but personality. I'm not saying that I could do too. any better in a UFC fight <laughs> by any means. I would like I would no, book it, book punks. it, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> But like in all honesty, like you, you know, you're not a tough guy. Yeah, you you do your jujitsu, you roll and whatever. That's great. That's cool. But like, I think he Punk takes wrestling a little too seriously. Like, yeah. I hate saying it, dude. But like, you're 45 year old man fighting, play fighting in your underwear. Like, you know, like it just right. like we 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 suspend the disbelief us as fans because we enjoy right. it. It's like a soap opera. It's like watching a movie for us. Right. But. For some reason, Punk takes this so seriously, and it's like, dude, like at the end of the day, you're just you're making a shit ton of money to play fight in your underwear. Right. Like I hate saying it to you like that. Like I'm not saying it's not athletic, and it's not you don't put your oh, life yeah. on the line in the ring. Like I right. get all that, but like at the at the core of the wrestling, right. the core concept is is it's play fighting. Right. It's not real. It's and all he went to predetermined. The PG company too. Yeah. He went to the company that's trying to cater to kids and families that doesn't let you bleed or anything like that. That's even more, but very much more so like play fighting or like pantomime or whatever. 
Sorry. Yeah, at least at least you know Swerve, you know, used a staple gun and stapled himself. God damn it. Oh, that, was, oh, that match is like match of like probably my favorite match I've ever seen in wrestling. That match was so good. You're monstrous. It was so good. You know what? You know what set it off for me when I was watching? What? The fuck? The fucking na na dance at the beginning. He's dancing yeah, with the girls. With the dancers, oh my yeah. god! Yeah. I was into that. I was so into that. Uh, oh, I was even doing the he... jump up and down. This <laughs> I was into it. I was like, "Yeah, get it, Nana, get it." Uh, me is when Hangman drank his blood. Yeah, that was. Oh, a, dude, now, a... Hangman, no! What are you doing? <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was like. I don't think I've. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say that. I'm pretty sure I've seen somebody drink drink someone's blood in a CZW match. I don't know what it was. But yeah, people like, oh, no, were I, trying to remember. They were talking about. I think it was like um, Jimmy Jacobs did it to Jay Briscoe in ROH at one point. Yeah. I. Um, oh yeah, that's right. He hung him upside down and let the blood right. pour on him. That's right, right. for the. Uh, I can't remember what the name of the faction was. I'll have to Google that. Right. But. Um, yeah, so like I, I just I can't see I can't see them not putting the belt on Punk. I just it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, so, I, but I we're almost at time, so we got We got to oh, sign off, or we're gonna get uh, ended off here. That's okay. The wrestling, the wrestling gets you every time. It, yeah, man. Like I need to figure out a way where we can talk like hours, and then I can edit like <laughs> the shows into where just hour segments. It'd just be one long show. Um, part one, part two, part three. Um, but yeah, so as always, you can check us out on the Podbean app by searching Retro 2BD Podcast. You can see us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts by just searching Retro 2BD Podcast as well. You can find us on Instagram at 2BD Pods with a Z because we're Canadian, damn it, and it's not Z. Um, you can check us out on the X, however much longer this is going to last, at 2BD Pod, no Z. A glorious dumpster fire. Uh, man, it's, it's I almost bought brass knuckles just now waiting for you guys to talk about wrestling. They're totally illegal. <laughs> they are completely illegal. Wow. Yeah. I don't even need them. It's cool to have. Just cool to have. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's knuckle dusters. You know. Show them the new guy at work. But <laughs> there yes, you go. Knuckle dusters <laughs> and and podcasts. This week we are looking at Sector's comic book covers from the eighties. Speaking oh, of we are. bugging out. We are. And I've uh, I'm actually downloaded a few Sector comics. Probably going to read those over the weekend. Um, getting some comic books prepared for the big decloupage on the desk. I'm going to do the main desk here. I'm going to try to do that maybe over the winter. Get it decloupaged with all the comic books. Get a piece of acrylic on it. That's the plan. But uh, I digress because we're about to go uh, dead here in a moment. So as always, the way we like to end this podcast is by saying, say it with me. Dare to be stupid. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>